everyone. Thanks for listening to the Midweek Podcast. In this show, we strive to open a dialogue of how life recovery and God's Word go hand in hand. Every week, our speaker will be going through the biblical process of life transformation. And now, another episode of the Midweek Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Midweek Podcast. My name is Tony Benda. I was on with Kathy Reinhardt last week and introduced a little bit of ourselves. Um, today I'm sitting here with Kathy again, and we've got Melody Davenport from a few weeks back uh, from our previous roundtable episode, and we also have a new guest on the show today, Alex Henson. How you doing, Alex? I'm doing good. How are you, Tony? Doing well. Um, if you can, give us a little bit about uh, you and what you do here at Temple. Yeah, so I work with our students primarily um, with Temple students doing some discipleship and then teaching on a rotation with Daryl. Um, we do some weekly meetings with, with some of our students and uh, planning events and stuff like that. So I'm basically working with Daryl, uh, doing everything that he does um, and helping him plan stuff. That's awesome. Well, yeah. glad to have you on. Appreciate it's always fun. Yeah. Um, so for those who are our regular listeners, again, this is our second week off in a row from our normal midweek gathering. Uh, last week was our Christmas week, and this week is our New Year's week. So uh, today's topic is going to be about New Year's resolutions, the pros <laughs> and the cons, and uh, what that means for each individual, I guess. So uh, Kathy found some little synopsis of what uh, a New Year's resolution can and would be um, from Wikipedia, I believe. Is that right? Yes, it is. It says a New Year's resolution is a tradition most common in the Western world, but also found in the Eastern world, in which a person resolves to continue good practices, change an undesired trait or behavior, accomplish a personal goal, or otherwise improve their life at the start of a new year. So there you go. <laughs> It, it's kind of straightforward and a lot of Westerners, I know we all kind of have probably at some point in our lives made to, you know, change something at the new year or um, begin a new habit or health habit or spiritual habit or something to that effect. Um, I know not all of us are in agreement that New Year's resolutions are good, um, but let's start with those who do think so. So I know, Alex, you're on the side that I'm New Year's resolutions are good. Yeah, I'm for New Year's resolutions. Um, I think, though, that there has to be a distinction because there's two groups of people, uh, the Christian and the non-Christian, and I think they look completely different mm-hmm. for both. Um, and so we'll, we'll probably get into it a little bit, but primarily for the Christian, um, I think they can be very, very helpful. I don't have as much insight on the, uh, the uh, non-believer for this, but for the Christian in my own life, I know that Melody was talking about this earlier, but uh, they've been beneficial for me. Um, with Bible reading stuff and um, spiritual disciplines. And so I, I think they can be done very well as believers, um, but there's things that have to happen for that. I don't have as much insight on the uh, non-believer, but I think for the believer, they're very good. Mm-hmm. They can be very helpful. Yeah, and I know that there's a lot of different organizations, like even the Bible app through, what is it, Life yeah. Church. Um, yeah, they'll like set you up with different kinds of uh, Bible reading tracks at the start of every mm-hmm. new year, or yeah. there's a read the Bible in 90 days. Um, there's all sorts of these different things, but one thing that I've noticed that I like about it is you can really start it on any day. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of one of the counters that I've I've heard around that 
um, you don't need a new year's resolution, but I understand that day one of the new year is always a good place for someone to say, mm-hmm. today I'm going to restart. Um, just because it makes sense to restart on the new year and it keeps people on track, whether they're organized with calendars or something like that. But, um, I know that's a cool resource that I've used in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think one of the things that we can fall into as Christians too is Melody was saying this as well, but like starting on a Monday, like I have to wait till Monday to start a new thing, like a new diet or, or whatever it is, or I have to wait till the new year to start a Bible reading plan. So like from the time Christmas starts to the new year, you can't do anything. Or like and, until when summer comes and, and you mess your plan up, I got to wait till next year to, to start my plan again. And I don't think that's right. Uh, but I think New Year's is a good time for a lot of people to start those things, start a plan and stuff. What do you think, Mel? Well, <laughs> in my experience, um, for me, it didn't work very well. What I would do is as the year was closing, I would think back about all the regrets that I had over the year or the things that I wanted to change. So when you make a resolution, to me, I think it works much better if you're talking about one major thing that you're trying to change. Mm -hmm. And I would make a list of everything I needed to change and how I needed to do it. So maybe it wouldn't just be a diet. It might be diet, Bible reading, exercise. I'd have about five things that I expected myself to commit to. Then what I would find is I'd become, I wouldn't use God's power either. You know, Mm -hmm. I would say, this is my resolution. This is what I have to do. And a lot of times in my mind, it would be, this is what's going to please God if I do this. Even if I looked at it from the Christian perspective, I'm going to please God. I'm going to get things all in order and everything's going to look great. And I'm going to do all this and keep it. But inevitably what happened is I would break the first one. I'd have a bad day. And I didn't use anything to deal with the bad day except um, if it was eating, then I would say, oh, I'm going to get some donuts. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to feel better because, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up in the South. That's what you did. Yeah. If you are having a bad day, they fed you. So um, <laughs> I wanted to eat. <laughs> eating made was a temporary fix, and it made me feel better. Well, then I would think, well, I broke that one. So it was much easier to break other things that were going on. So in some of that could be a mindset. I, I understand what Alex is saying, and I think that that definitely can work if you get your mind in the right place. My mind, I I never could do that. And I would have these things in my life that people would call God stops. They'd say, oh, you're having a God stop in your life. He's talking to you about Mm -hmm. something. And Mm -hmm. so if I had a God stop, then I had to change it right then. If I waited to change it, there was going to be a lot more consequences that went with it. So, you know, for me, I'd rather not do New Year's resolutions. (laughs) I I try to live life one day at a time, and that makes it different for me. So one day at a time, i got to change whatever comes up that day. So that's my perspective at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, too, I am... I I have lived a long life of trying very hard to resolve something on on New Year's Eve that it's never panned out for me. I mean, I get longevity. I can even get several months in. Like, I decided last year I was going to, and this wasn't New Year's resolution. This was a, I'm just going to do this. But I'm going to start it because that's when the plan started was the first day of them. Mm-hmm. But by the end of October, life got crazy. And I was reading the Bible through in a year. And it was a plan that um, 
was given to me by someone in our small group, and it's read the Old Testament, read the New Testament, read Psalms and Proverbs. And so I was doing that like faithfully. And in October, life turned upside down for me, and it's like I did good to get the New Testament in, much less the Old Testament. And Mm -hmm. Psalms and Proverbs, I'd done those for eight months, and so I didn't have to do Proverbs anymore because I already ran through it more than once you know, for, for the year, but I found myself getting discouraged. And I think that's sometimes the mindset of someone who's recovering. And, um, I've been clean and sober 19 years, but what I, what I found was that that addictive lifestyle and that addictive behavior resolutions for new years became very detrimental in my life. And so I come from the perspective of recovery where I never could do anything like that. I had to, like what Mel said, I had to take it a day at a time and decide that today I'm going to be sober. Today I'm going to do this today. And so when resolutions come and, and the definition's great. I mean, the idea and the principle behind a resolution is great. But what I find in my own life is that um, the follow through on it can tend to undermine the whole principle behind it, right? So mm-hmm. what's the purpose? Now, Alex, you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. that you're for it and that you found that there, it has to be done a certain way. So yeah. what are the ways, like for someone like me who is discouraged about it and hates it, <laughs> what what have you done that's worked? Like, I think, yeah. is it your generation that can do it and our generation can't? Or it, what are the practices? Yeah, I, th- I think for me, what worked is I was at Liberty at the time where, I, where I'm talking about, and I hadn't read the Old Testament yet. And so my goal was to read through the Old Testament. I actually had a Bible reading plan that was chronological, and it was going through the whole Bible. Um, but I think one thing that, me- that Melody said was the mindset. Number one, it has to be a mindset. You have to understand also that if you miss a day of reading, that it's not that God doesn't love you anymore. It's not that you can't pick back up. And so right. it, it really is a mindset. Um, and I think also a really big thing that helped me was accountability, was that um, when I was doing the Bible reading plan, I didn't do it alone. I had a couple guys doing it with me. And so we would talk about what we read that day. And so it was accountability to say, uh, hey, what did you read today? Like, oh, I didn't read today. Okay, well, well, before you go to sleep tonight, read. And then mm-hmm. send a text message what we what you thought about what we what we read or our section. That's good. And so I think accountability is super important uh, for believers just in general, New Year's resolutions and then in life. And, and if we don't have accountability, uh, I, isolation is not a good place to be as, as believers. Exactly. And there's a lot of failure that happens in isolation. I know probably uh, recovery stuff as well, that, that isolation is just a terrible place to be. Yeah. Satan can use it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep going. You're good. That's what's, helped, <laughs> that's what's helped me. Uh, maybe the mindset a little bit. I was, I was writing down some verses thinking about this. Second uh, Thessalonians 1.11 says, To this end, we always pray for you, that our God may make you worthy of his calling. And this is the important part. And it says, And may fulfill every resolve for good, and every work of faith by his power. Um, I heard a pastor do a little devotion on that. And when it says uh, that uh, worthy of his calling and may fulfill every resolve for good, the resolve for good is the things that we decide to do. Like, oh, I'm going to read my Bible more. Or I'm going to practice holiness in this area. Or I'm going to tame my tongue better in this area. And then uh, for good and every work of faith by his power. The work of faith is putting that into practice. And it's not done by our power, like Melody said. It's 
by His power, so that God may make you worthy of His calling and may fulfill every resolve for good. I decide to do something good, and then every work of faith, putting into action by His power. And this is the reason. In verse 12, it says, So that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you, and you in Him, according to the grace of our God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I think the important thing for a lot of resolutions for believers um, is, number one, not doing your own power, but have those resolves for good um, and then put them, into, put them into practice, trusting that if it's a resolve for good, God wants to help us glorify Him. He wants to do it. Yeah. So I've got a question. Yeah. So what's the difference between being disciplined as a Christian and a New Year's resolution? Like, so what you described is a discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Not a new year, not a new year's resolution. Yeah. So what's the difference? I don't think there is a difference. I think they overlap. But and I know you're trying to <laughs> but I think for me, <laughs> if if you apply it to New Year's resolutions, it's good for us. Mm-hmm. I think for the Christian life, this is how it should be done. The Christian life should be lived this way in any sense. But I think for the Christian, if you are going to make a New Year's resolution, this is the way to do it. This is how you do it. And, and so I <laughs> think good. New Year's resolutions can be done if have the right mindset. And in 1 Corinthians, it talks about um, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do for the glory of God. And that's a mindset too. Like, if I'm going to lose weight, why am I losing weight? Is it so I look better or so I can glorify God with my body or, or able to do more things? Whether, whether it's like diet or something, so I'm more healthy, so I'm able to do the work of ministry. Whether it's reading the Bible, I want to know God's Word better, so I'm able to use it. Whatever it is, it needs to be done for the glory of God. That's a mindset as well. That's over time. It can't just happen overnight, but all this stuff is is like working out or doing whatever. You can't just get in there and, and do it. it. It takes time. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, I love some things that you mentioned in there, one being accountability. Mm-hmm. Accountability is the only way I'm going to do something. So right. I try to keep in recovery, we definitely talk about accountability, and I try to keep accountability with people that I trust that will call me and say, what are you doing? Are you doing these things? And isolation. So, you know, isolation is a dangerous place to be, and it was always a really dangerous place for me because whatever was in my mind that I thought that I would change, if I was going to try to change it, um, isolation, if I didn't tell someone else that could help me be accountable to I'm going to resolve to do this, then it definitely wasn't going to happen because I was going to go back to my power. It was going to be just between me and God. And I would say, God, why don't you help me? And then I think he would always answer back and say, you have people in your circle who are there to help you. That's why recovery works is because you lean on each other and you start to submit things and talk about them. The other thing about New Year's that I really would like to say is that, you know, if I live one day at a time, then I can't look to only New Year's. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a daily inventory. So I'm examining myself every day. And also, every so often, I spend some time with God to say, show me what you think I need to do. Show me what's working. Show me what's not working. Show me why I feel frustrated in certain areas, why I don't feel at peace with things that are mm-hmm. going on. You know, what, what's the problem? Is it a submission problem for me? Or, you know, am I trying to do it on my own power? Am I trying to do it my own way? And I think all those things come into 
the same playing arena. We will not succeed if we don't put other people in our life to hold us accountable Mm -hmm. and us hold them accountable so that we can say we are followers of Christ, so we're going to walk a different way. We're going to walk differently than other people, and we might need to examine doing something about our life or change something in our life or resolve to do something in our life at another time besides New Year's. This is probably going to be something that's an ongoing process Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, I thought of the name of the movie is Courageous, where they write the where he writes the resolution in there. But he doesn't just write it for him; he presents it to all the men around him. And that's kind of something. If we're talking about resolutions, who all does it yeah. affect? Does it just affect us, or is this something that other people want to jump on board because it's contagious? They get yeah. they say, "Oh, I want to do that." I want to be held accountable. I want my life to be different. So a resolution to me really comes back to change and peace. I think it brings peace if we can resolve to submit and begin to work on the things that are going on in our lives one at a time. I just feel like that I can only handle it one at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one thing I thought of when you said that was Jonathan Edwards, um, he has 70 resolutions that he made when he was about, I think it was 18 to 20 years old. And you can buy him in a little pamphlet. But uh, Jonathan Edwards lived during the Second Great Awakening in America. And he was a preacher. Um, some of us know him by the, the sermon, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people read that in, in grade school and stuff. But one thing that he did in those resolutions was there was a couple of them where he said one of them was, resolve to examine myself, whether I completed these things every day. Next one was every month. Next one was every year. So it's it's an, a, a daily examining um, of our lives. Did I do the things that I set out to do? Um, and, and I think that's really, really helpful. I, I, I was reading this morning in Colossians 3, and the first four verses of Colossians 3 gives you like a really good rundown of how we should live our Christian lives. Um, that we should have our minds set mm-hmm. on the things that are above, yeah. not on the things that are on earth. Because in the last verse, verse 4 of Colossians 3, uh, Colossians 3, 4 says, um, and, and when Christ, who is your life, appears, you will also appear with him in glory. And so it looks ahead to the resurrection. Yeah. It l- looks ahead to him coming back. Um, I was thinking about Second Timothy, uh, where it talks about uh, a crown of righteousness has been laid up for me in heaven. And also, Paul says, for all those who love his appearing. And so thinking about this stuff in not only the context of day-to-day lives, but for eternity, that it's a daily examination. And we, we do these things from day-to-day by keeping our eyes on the Lord uh, and, and looking ahead to uh, his return. And so I think it's really important, those mindsets we're talking about, that we don't just do it to do it. Do we do things for a purpose? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I think when we set out for our New Year's resolution, like with with some who go to the gym the first day of the year and they do it for a week or a month, Mm -hmm. or, you know, we start a new diet or we start a new reading plan or we decide we're going to read 10 books in the year or we decide these things, I think, what's the purpose? What are we doing it for? I think it goes back to that. And I, 
And um, I'm very grateful that when I got clean and sober, I didn't have to wait till January 1 to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think I love more the sound of what a resolution sounds like versus a New Year's resolution. Because we did read through that, which I can't get to now because we put our phones on um, airplane mode, so I can't get to the internet. But when you look up resolution, it talks about daily changes. Like it talks about deciding something in your life that you want to make different. Um, and we can do that any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, all the things that you guys have talked about by having accountability and and having not isolation and all those things make that powerful. And I think if we look at it in a Christian perspective on how do we live life in Christ, we do that daily. I never thought about it being a resolution because it's something I just do um, in my life. It's it's a it's a lifestyle change. That's not something I have to resolve. Does that make sense? Like maybe when I started out as a youngin, but. Um, for now, you know, it's like a lifestyle thing. Definitely. But Tony, you've had strong emotions about resolutions as well. I used to be very for them. Um, I will say that over the last few years I have flipped um, from being, yeah, hardcore news resolution. Let's hit the gym. Let's start the Bible reading again. And then I got to, you know, February. And as we've all said, life just gets busy. Um, yeah. whether it's work, um, cause I've always worked two, three jobs at a time just because I could, um, this is before I was married obviously. And, um, still living up in Chicago jobs were, you know, all over the place. So I was always doing side hustles and, you know, production for this, you know, recording for that, that kind of different things. But, um, my days got so filled with the, the stuff that I wasn't, um, that I shouldn't have had priority, I guess, in my life. Um, so after, you know, reevaluating my priorities and, um, I would just start kind of like if it was a diet thing, I would start it and I would, you know, maintain it, but it didn't have to be the first of January. Um, like we're saying, it, it, it could be any time, really any time of the year, any time of the month, mm-hmm. um, any time of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I've talked to Mel about this, you know, how, say we mess up something in the first half of the day, we can resolve to say at, at noon, I'm starting my day over. <laughs> yes, and that, yeah, and that's a cool thing that you can do um, is from here on out, whether it's, you know, nine o'clock in the morning, I screwed up at eight o'clock. Um, from nine o'clock on, I'm going to fix and be better and, and continue that lifestyle. I agree Absolutely. with that. Yeah, I think that, Maybe we came at it from different perspectives, but I think I agree with what you guys are saying. Like, mm-hmm. you have to kind of. It's it's not. <laughs> there's no disagreeing with that. Like, it is a day to day thing, and I can. And if I see myself in the morning, I'm praying and uh, in God's word, and I realize something. Like, Lord convicts me of something. Um, I'm gonna change it. You you've got to change it. And so it's not. Oh, I'm gonna wait till November first start taming my tongue, or something. No, <laughs> right? it's, you're gonna get it done. Yeah, so good. And so I think. I agree with what you guys are saying, but I think they're still helpful sometimes. <laughs> oh, I agree. And yeah. it, it's at least New Year's resolutions get people to think. Yeah. Whether you're Christian, not Christian, in recovery, not in recovery, everybody knows what they are and everybody <laughs> right. does think about them. Yep. And everyone does have things that they want to change in their life. It took me a long time to come up with the two verses that I could live by each day so that I could keep life in perspective because I needed to keep it simple. So I started with 
Um, Exodus 14, 14, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people don't see that verse maybe the way that I see it, but God Mm -hmm. spoke it to me as I'm fighting for you. If you'll stop digging and fixing and trying to do it your way. And so then that led to um, also... I love Lamentations 340, examine your ways and test them and then return to the Lord because that's who I always am. I'm always needing to return to the Lord. And I have to remember that he's fighting for me and that I've got to examine how I'm doing things. Am I doing this for me or am I doing this for God's kingdom or what's my motive here so that I can come back to what he thinks? That's good. Yeah, that's real good. So do you think that New Year's resolutions are a younger generation thing, Alex, or do you think everybody does it? Or I mean, I feel like your generation has really owned it. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know specifically if that's if that's the case. I know at Liberty a lot of people that was a big big thing that a lot of my friends did. Like we mm-hmm. in the dorm we would have resolutions to do different things. And so we would and it was so good because I live with a group of like 60 guys. Wow. And um, Lots of accountability. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. We were just living together. And so it wasn't anything for me to go across the hall and, and talk about the things that we're doing in our lives. Like going to work out. Like, hey, let's, let's all go start working out at, at the gym because we have a really nice gym there. Let's all start working out together. Or let's all start reading together. Or let's read a book together. Or let's start praying together or whatever it is. And I, I think it just goes back to the importance of accountability and just how helpful that was for me, just like with a personal experience. So I don't know if it's a younger generation thing. I honestly think it could be anybody's generation thing um, in the right situation. Mm-hmm. I think if I, in circumstances are right and you've got good accountability, uh, people can latch on to it. Yeah, that's good. I was in. Co- I started college 10 years ago. So I was a freshman at Olivet Nazarene University 10 years ago. And it was kind of the same thing being in the dorms with, you know, 60 other guys and mm-hmm. um, you just set your mindset to, hey, let's go work out. Or I was an ROTC at the time. So I, you know, every morning we would be um, either in the gym or at the ROTC center, you know, working out outside. So there was that physical accountability there. And then um, we did have, you know, different meetings throughout the week with our RAs or, you know, different people on our floor. And we're constantly, you know, reading together and growing together. And it was just an awesome time in my life too. So I could definitely speak to that. I was thinking this morning too, and we talked through a series uh, in Ecclesiastes a couple months ago. And I I remembered a verse that, that I had to teach on. Ecclesiastes 5, 4. Uh, and five says, when you vow a vow to God, do not delay in paying it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you vow. It is better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Let not your mouth lead you into sin, and do not say before the messenger that it was a mistake. Why should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? The last, Ooh, that really last wor- verse. Don't vow. <laughs> I, I, th- I think the importance of this is that it's wisdom literature first, like Proverbs, uh, Psalms, and Ecclesiastes. Not everything in Proverbs happens when you do it. And, and so I think what this is is really, really good wisdom, wise living. This is how, you're, how, how you should live. And a really good way to live is not to make vows to God that you don't keep. Right. I know it's a really big thing um, in a lot of people's testimonies that I've heard 
um, that I made a vow to God because he saved me. I, I, I said, God, if, if you get me out of this hospital bed, then I'll follow you for the rest of my life. And it doesn't happen. I've made those vows before to the Lord. And I think a principle there is just it's not good to do that. So as believers, um, when we when we set out to do something on the New Year's, um, what, whatever we're doing, we need to have the mindset also that um, maybe that I need to understand why I'm doing this and the seriousness of saying, if I do, hey, God, if you can help me do this over the new year, then I'll do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's important to know why you're doing it, like we're talking about. So, so I don't think that's necessarily saying this, God, that if you make a vow to God and you don't pay it, God's going to destroy everything you do. But I think it's just good, wise living that you don't promise God something and then not Definitely. do that. Yeah, that's a really right. good point. Because it's a, it's a New Year's resolution, a vow. Like that's a whole <laughs> different and Yeah, topic. I think it goes back that to mindset. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why you want to do it. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you all taking the time to be a part of this episode. Um, yeah. Definitely learned a lot myself <laughs> today and different opinions. And, um, and I'm, I, I think I'm still on the fence or on, not on the fence, but on the side of um, you could start a resolution any day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for those listeners who are um, struggling with something or are waiting till the first of January, or if you do, you know, listen to this after January 1st and there's a point where you guys do feel like you've messed up. Don't wait till next year. Yeah. There's yeah. always, every day. every day is a new, a new day or even halfway through the day. Like we mentioned before, um, any opportunity is a good time to, um, resolve to do better in your life, whether that's spiritually, physically, emotionally, anything like that. Yeah. There's something that I like to share with my clients, um, when things like that happen and that is called the restart button and Mm. it works every moment of every day. And so we always have that opportunity to hit the restart button when we feel like we've messed up in any area of our life or we've not accomplished the things that we wanted to, or we're trying to whatever, you know, um, not use harsh words or not cuss or not drink or not, um, drive over the speed limit, whatever it is, like whatever it is, you know, we can hit that restart button at any moment of any day. And the Lord is right there with us in it. That's good. Well, thank you guys. Uh, Melody, you want to pray us out? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, I'm just so grateful for today. Lord, we just come before you thanking you for reminding us of the things in our lives that you would like for us to make a resolution with you about. Lord, just go with us as we go out of here. Help us to see things the way you see them. And thank you for always working with us and not being angry with us when we mess up, but just inviting us back to come back to you again and ask for your help because you're not going to leave us and you promise that you're always with us. And we just commit all of this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And listeners, thanks again for listening to the Midweek Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening to the Midweek Podcast here at Temple Church. If something spoke to your heart today, we'd love to hear from you and walk alongside you. You can reach us at temple at temple.church or you can send us a text message at 252-521-2093. If you enjoyed this week's episode, we'd love it if you rate and review the show and share it with your friends. That helps us to get the word out. 
Again, you can join us weekly for more episodes on how God can transform us and use us for His kingdom. We'll see you next time. Thank you.